All right, assalamu alaikum, everybody. How's it going? Uh, welcome to episode 35 of the Table Talk podcast. We have an a, amazing show for you guys lined up today. Uh, as you guys can see, we have a full house today in the building. We're going to talk about who are the owners and everything like that. Uh, today's topic is all about you know Arabic the Arabic coffee industry. We have three different. Arabic, uh, what did you call them, by the way, coffee? Coffee kings. Coffee kings. we got three Arabic coffee kings in the building today. As you guys can see, we have Hadaz Coffee in the building. we got Hadaz right here. we got Qamariya Coffee as well. And then we got Finjan Coffee in the building as well. So today's topic, like I said, we're going to talk about everything that has to do with the Arabic coffee industry. Talk about their story, how they got started. You know, how has your shop has helped people overseas? You know, I think that's very important. I think we want to definitely get into that. And, you know, talk about the best-selling drinks that you guys have. Just tell talk about their whole story. So we're all looking forward to that today on episode 35 of the Table Talk Podcast. Uh, before we get into that, though, we do want to give a shout-out to our sponsors of today. We have two sponsors for today. first one is Leo's Coney Island and Royal Oak. Shout-out to Leo's Coney Island and Royal Oak. They have delicious American-style food known for their conies, fried chicken gyro, breakfast, chili. You know, Leo's have been around for a very long time, but to me, the best Leo's of all is the one in Royal Oak. Shout out to Umar Al-Halami. Their location is 10 South Main Street, Royal Oak, Michigan. Their number is 1248-336-8093. Um, again, Leo's Coney Island. The second sponsor is BC Adhesives. We'll get into them later on in the show. So for those of you that are watching, you guys can see. I mean, heck, you guys want to move my sign. I want to make sure they can see the drinks. I got to just put the sign flat down just so they can see the drinks. We don't need the table talk. They know what episode this is, what show this is, all right? We got Finjan coffees. We got Hadass coffee. We got Kamariya stuff in the building. They got the drinks in the building. I'm looking forward to drinking all this stuff. I want to start off with Billy because I want to give him a shout out, all right? Shout out to Billy Farha, who's also a guest of the show today. Um, friend of the podcast. Not his first time being on the show. I think only fantasy guys so far. So it's his first time on Table Talk. You know, brought this team together to come on the show. You know, he gave me that phone call. I was like, let's make it happen. He got all these guys on the show today. So, you know, clap it up for Billy if you're at home. Thank you to Billy. We appreciate you and all that you do, man. And thank you. Why did you want to bring this together, Billy? Why did you want to have everyone together? I First and foremost, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, we all grew up together. He was my neighbor. He was one of my best friends. He's also one of my best friends growing up. And I wanted to showcase their talents to bring awareness and to show people how much what they're doing is helping the bigger cause, which is people, Akhwan and Muslimin back home, right? Yeah. That was the main reason. But alhamdulillah, they're all successful in their endeavors, and they're in a position right now to give back to the community and to showcase what exactly they are. And people don't understand how big, I don't even think they understand how big what they're doing is becoming, right? Yeah. They're breaking the mold and they're becoming the standard for coffee here in the United States, alhamdulillah. That's why. Thank you very much. Yeah, so what you, what you say? So that's the goal. That is that's the goal. goal. That is definitely the goal. So you know what? We're going to let you introduce yourself. Can you tell people who you are, your name, you know, the company that you're with and stuff like that? My name is uh, Hamza Nasser and I'm the founder of uh, Hadaz Coffee House, located in, uh, flagship is in Dearborn. Flagship is in Dearborn. And I mean, inshallah, I've seen posts, future locations yeah. coming in soon. Yeah, we have, uh, we just opened our uh, loca new location in, uh, on 14 in uh, Ryan. Located in, uh, just on the border of uh, Sterling Heights and Warren. And then I heard that there might be one in downtown Detroit as well coming the, soon? Two of them. Two, two of them. them. So, yep. Inshallah. That's, that's amazing. Where, at? Where are you going to open up it? So uh, one is uh, inside the Wayne State campus. MashaAllah. And, and college kids. Uh, yep, yep. We, you know, the, those college kids deserve good coffee. Yeah. You know? I went over there and uh, 
I see like you know Seven Eleven and just just those corner stores, you know. Yeah. And I'm nothing like, really, you know nothing really fancy. Well, that's really good. They need something to wake them up and get them through those uh, <laughs> semesters. So, and just another one down the street, um, in front of the VA hospital on uh, Garfield. Just r it's right in front of the front door of the VA hospital. You know the DMC. Can you so, tell us about your background too, like in growing up, neighborhood, schooling wise, everything like that? So we grew up together, you know, me, Faris, Hatem, uh, you know, everybody in Bilal in the south. And I lived on Salina Street, right next to the school. Uh, we went to Salina School together. Uh, my first job was actually with, um, at the Za'atar store. You know the Za'atar store on the Dix? That was my first job too. <laughs> with, uh, with Hami, Hami Humayd Allah, Hami. He just passed away last month. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wallah, yep. Baker's? That was my first job. I was, right. Suze Baker is your first job? Yep. Wow. Yep. I was 11 years old. Uh, Khudr's Baker? Uh, Suze no, no, no. Baker, no. man. Suze. Oh, I was Khudr, bro. You know, we call it the Zatar stores, right next to the masjid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, one, yeah. yep. And uh, Hamid Hamid in the summer. Well, summer, summer. No, that's actually one of the first bakers to open yeah, up the Suze. Yeah, they got Big the Suze's Bakery. The hot chips and Zatar. <laughs> For now. Yeah, I'm not, I'm be honest with you, I think I know the story you're talking about too. Even if somebody I grew up in, I'm trying. I know which one you're talking about right there by the Mezgit across the yeah, gas yeah, station. Yep, yep, yep. That's true right there. And, you know, we went to Stow, Edsel Ford, and then we graduated. Everybody had, you know, we worked gas stations for a while. I worked at, I worked at a gas station for a while, and, it, you know, it was terrible. It was terrible. I'm like, you know, I got to find it. So I ended up leasing the gas station, you know, later, a few years after that, you know, I went to Qatar, got married, stayed there a year and a half, came back, and then, you know, um, and then, you know, I got into trucking, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I got so, you know, alhamdulillah, trucking's a real good, and that's that's the new thing right now. You know, a lot of people, they come from overseas, six months later, they're all driving a truck, and they're making, you know, $3,000 a week. Uh, yeah. 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 So, you know, I saved up enough money to open a business and, uh, you know, pay off my house. So, alhamdulillah, you know, uh, uh, the first time I think we were talking about Hatim going to Yemen and buying some coffee, and... You know, at that time, I'm like, Hatim, man, you know, when you get there, bro, I'll send you some money, you know, ship my coffee, ship me some coffee with yours. So, you know, we shipped our coffee together from Yemen, and, you know, from there, it was, alhamdulillah, you know, we, uh, you know, I found that uh, closed Stanley Insurance office, it was, that's an 80-year-old building. It was literally closed for three years. Nobody looked at it. it was, I mean, it was an ugly building. When I called Hatim, yeah. like, Hatim, bro, you got to come look at this place. What do you think? He came... We were at the back door after I gutted it out. And when you look through it, it's like a tunnel. Yeah, I remember. Oh, my God. And I'm, yeah. He's like... It's an eyesore to the city. Like, I don't know what you're doing. You know, this place needs light. And I opened all the windows on it. You know, and, uh, you know, it was... And it was, a, it was <clears throat> you know, just in the start of the pandemic. And, you know, I had a problem with um, the contractors at that time and you know because they didn't want to work no everybody was scared i mean everybody was scared for real so i'm like you know what you know i'm gonna continue this project you know you the money's halal inshallah you know halal does not get lost so yeah i'm like i'm gonna continue this project i mean if the world's gonna end it's gonna end for everybody not just me you know yeah for so, sure. and if the, and if it gets Tawakkal. that's the main word yeah and if everything goes back to normal everything goes back to normal so I continued my, um, you know, my construction and finished, you know, March of 2021. Opened on April 10th of 2021. We're at the one-year anniversary now. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And, uh, Opened you know, Ramadan, right? Just two right days before Just Ramadan. right before Ramadan. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. man. It was, it was uh, hectic. hectic. Wallah. No, yeah. Ramadan, Ramadan, we're not really busy. People think like, oh, my God. Look, it's, it's really like, you know, it's all the com customers that come in that steady flow. 
they all come at once, you know. So we just turn it to be the same yeah. thing, basically. Yeah. yeah man. So, you know. That's what's up. And that this is from Haraz Coffee. That 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 is basically uh, Hamza Nasser yeah. uh, introducing himself. Finjan, you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, growing up and stuff like that. And then, you know, um, what made you get into coffee the cafe as well? Oh, my name is Faris Abdul Malik. And just like Bilal said, we all grew up together, same time, same area. Went Salina, Stout, Etzel, and I went uh, uh, Wayne State, went for radiation therapy. And then uh, after that, uh, I went to get my health and nutrition degree. While I was going to Wayne State, I was working at Starbucks. Even, I think, through high school, my last year of high school, I was working at the airport. Uh, yeah, we all worked at there. There's I. nobody in the south end that didn't work in there. Yeah, so I was at the uh, Starbucks location and uh, ended up working at um, uh, the Fairlane one. I don't know if uh, a lot of people remember that, but back in 2005, they shut it down and they opened uh, one on uh, Michigan Avenue and uh, Oakman. Uh, and I was working in the hospital, regular shifts. 12-hour shift, uh, got tired of it, so I started opening my own business. Thought of opening a coffee shop. Uh, actually, me and Hatem were talking about it, going together in the beginning, but he went to Yemen and he wanted to bring all the coffee, so I wanted the shop. Uh, after, like, it was 2019 when I started building um, uh, the one on um, the Finjan, so, I had a couple problems back and forth with family and work and stuff, so it got delayed and actually opened up about almost a year ago. Uh, and it's been doing good, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, man. Alhamdulillah, that's awesome, man. Thank you for introducing yourself as well. And then, of course, we got the Qamariya, we got Hatim in the building as well. You want to tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and how did you come up with the idea of the coffee shop? Yeah, Jazakallah khair. I mean, uh, my name is Hatim Naidar, who's co-founder of Gamaria. I think as far as the idea, just to start there, uh, we have to give credit where credit is due. So two people, Mukhtar Khanshali. Mukhtar Khanshali was the first one to bring it to life because he was selling it to Blue Bottle. And Blue Bottle is a huge, huge European company. And they're huge on specialty coffee. So they were bringing that market to the USA. So if you ever see that YouTube commercial where... It's talking about $16 for a cup of coffee, and it mentions Yemeni coffee. It was just made for Yemeni coffee, so that blew it off. And then as far as coffee shops, uh, Abe Hasbani, Gawa House. He was the one that brought the idea to life, you know, actually took a risk and opened the shop. So I think from there we, we seen, okay, this is a successful business. What could we do, you know, because you got 50 states. Yeah, actually for this kind of coffee business, you got a whole, the whole world. You know, every country. So my thing was, I'm going to go to Yemen, I'm going to get some coffee, I'm going to come back here and wholesale, because I just love wholesaling. Uh, I actually went to China, I went to India, I used to just go get random stuff and bring them back here and sell them. So I love distribution. So I went to Yemen, I cut a two-week ticket. That's what me and Hamza were talking at that time, and Fadis, everybody. I ended up staying there six months. So it took a while, and there's a lot of sharks in Yemen. And they run, they run the show over there. So it took a while to kind of get the pass, you know, from these big, big entrepreneurs there. And then, alhamdulillah, I came back here. A month later, COVID hit. 
and I got a container coming with 20 tons. So I had to change the game up and had to get into the shop business. So alhamdulillah, we ended up selling the whole container. We're on our fifth container now, but it was a great experience. I had a lot of fun doing it, still having fun doing it, enjoying it, uh, meeting the farmers in Yemen, what it means to them. And you know, I can honestly say, like, if this thing blows up the way we want it to blow up in America, it could be like the backbone of the economic uh, situation in Yemen with the coffee. It has that potential. It's not like it's something new. It was that, and that went away, and it could come back. So, inshallah, we, we, we get it to where we want. Inshallah. Are you going to say something, Billy? Yeah, can I ask you a question, Hatim? Yeah. What differentiates Yemeni coffee between the rest of the world? What, what makes it so amazingly great? A lot of stuff factor in that. First of all, there's a, you know, what we got to do better is market it a little bit more. Yemen people, you know, the country of Yemen was the per first people to cultivate it. They were the first people to grow it. They were the first people to make it into a cup of coffee. So when you see some some stuff like, you know, in Thailand, the, the raccoon eats some coffee and poops it out. You know what I mean? They made that into a story. And, and we have the origin of coffee. We're the ones that cultivated it, exported it, first people to export it. Yeah, we gotta we gotta make sure we bring that to the spotlight. But Yemen coffee, just the bean itself, the tree itself, the soil in Yemen, the elevation in Haraz. You know, you're talking about three thousand meters. Yeah, I've been yeah. to those mountains and you could barely breathe up there by the time you get up there. How do they get up there? They, they you go we went halfway through the car and then it's a motorcycle up there. But you know, I said, you know I'm from America. I'm I'm I got this. Yeah. But halfway I couldn't breathe. Well, I couldn't Why not, though? Why are you saying you can't Elevation. Okay. The elevation. Yeah. Okay. So the oxygen, there's little, a little oxygen over there. So right. I see them, they're breathing. So I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. But they're just so accustomed to it. Yeah. So, but just beautiful, beautiful views. I mean, some views that, uh, just million dollar views. Yeah. You can't you know, imagine how nice it is to be up there. And then just how isolated they are from you, man. Yeah, I need the cities. And how they're still natural and everything that they do. So... That's very good. Yeah, it makes it's it's the best coffee in the world by far. So what I want to ask is very uh, unique names. Maybe you guys can tell people where did your names you know originate from. Uh, we can start off with your Haraz. You so, know, for those that they don't know what Haraz is. So Haraz is the mountain region in Yemen where the best coffee comes from, and uh, that's where you know many stories tell that coffee. That's where coffee was first discovered. And you know, when you walk into Haraz Coffee House. The first thing you see is a timeline, you know, just like Hata mentioned, I like to give the story of coffee. I don't want you just, you're not here just to drink in a, drink a cup of coffee. You're here to get an experience and education and, you know, the history of coffee. You know, there's a big, big influencers who, you know, um, <clears throat> had to do with coffee. We'll get into that later, but, you know, that's, that's why, I, that's, that's where the name comes from. Haraz. And how about Finjan? Everybody knows what's a Finjan. Uh, I went through several names, maybe almost 50, 60 different names. And when I thought about it, remembered my dad saying, hey, give me the finjan. Yeah. So I just wrote it down and that's what triggered it. Yeah, very catchy names, by the way. And, and Qamariya, by the way, if you want to... Qamariya, so when uh, actually my, my close friend Sanad, who does a lot of branding, shout out to Blueprint Studio. Um, 
we were thinking about a name and he was asking me, you know, what do you want to do? So I could name the company around the, I said, I just want to bring the coffee and the coffee or Yemen coffee back to the spotlight. So we were talking about different things. And I said, you know, in Yemen, that's what. Yemeni is attributed. Allah, hold on, we gotta pause you for a second. What is this? Jazakallah. We got we gotta start bringing more people on like this. First of all, start off with Billy. You gotta get Billy on, and Billy gonna bring him back. You gotta bring the right people, right? You can bring a hundred. People that make pizza, only one of them is going to bring samples, right? Sure. These shabab, they're, they're just class X. They're always going to bring samples. You know? I got Adani over here, so... I got Adani in the building. It was wow. too hot. So Which yeah. one is this? That's a finjan latte. MashaAllah, that is amazing. That is literally amazing. Did you try it, Are these the first people to ever bring you samples? Yes. Remember who did First samples... Shout out first, I got it. I'm gonna keep saying Billy, but these guys right <laughs> hey, here. This guy yeah. is the ambassador of the I'm, Lebanese I'm the and the Yemeni. He is. You know, and, and it's very important. We're gonna we have to talk about something on later on after the show, but I'm gonna talk to you about it. But again, brought the Billy, brought Hamza, we got Hatsum, we got Fadis in the building, and I'm sorry, you were continue on saying the, yeah, the name I'm of the I'm gonna make it short. So basically, Gamaria is the window. Have you ever seen Yemen? The, the yeah, windows that come glass stained almost like the church. Yeah. That's something unique to Yemen. That's a, yeah, that's a traditional design yeah. of Yemen. Oh, well, and that's what it's called? Yeah, yeah, it's a heritage design. design. Yeah. The stained windows is traced yeah, back to Yemen? This yeah. window right here. Washa yeah. We have in every uh, building. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every building yeah. has in the logo. Yeah, 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 I always see them on the building. I didn't know that was all all specific. Yeah, uh, I always thought that was just the Camarilla logo. Because I thought you guys all had them on your coffee. So what happens is when the when the electricity used to go off, the moon light would come into these stained windows and bring light into the house. So we figured, you know, we're gonna bring light into the world of coffee of Yemen coffee, back to the spotlight, and that's where the name basically came from. This is this is amazing, by the way, mashallah. Yeah, you guys go try it. These whole, these, all three of these guys, the crowd's giving you guys a round of applause. By the way, they want to make sure yeah. they're clapping you guys, clapping it up for you guys. Uh, <laughs> Also, I do want to say thank you for bringing up Abe as well because he did come on the show and also we appreciate him for coming on the show in the past as well uh, at Tahua House over there. So we're thankful for those guys. So something that he talked about that I'm sure that you guys want to talk about as well is how has your shop helped get jobs here and also back home? All right, I know you started already. We can start off with you now. So how has, Fadis, how has your shop helped with that process and stuff like that? That's something that... I'm learning about too, by the way. Oh, so if you want to, you know, introduce that and tell people more about it. Yeah, it helped out in Yemen. We just planted over four thousand uh, coffee trees, so it actually helped out hundreds of farmers over there right now. Workers are maintaining it, and we actually dug some wells, and so it provided some jobs to a lot of people in Yemen. And then here. As well, we're putting part-timers, students. We like try to work with the students and give them part-time and help them out through their school and, and their schedule. So they actually helped out a lot. And like sometimes we do um, like uh, events for donations to Yemen, donation to Palestine. And anyone, anybody is welcome to do all that. So we try to help out over here and over there. And mostly over there, we kind of took a whole acre of pot growing fields and take, took it off and planted more than 4,000 uh, coffee trees. I mean, theoretically speaking, anytime you buy a coffee from one of the establishments, you're actually donating to Yemen, you yep. know, because they, they produce so much out for Ikhwan Nahanak back home, right? So that's yep. the way you look at it. Great point. Great point. How about, Amriya, what you guys do? 
Um, a little bit of everything, but I think for us, the most thing that you know brings uh, happiness to our heart is definitely the employees in Yemen. So we have a mini factory. It's not where we want it to be, but it's a good start for us. We have about 20 ladies that work for us. It's a seasonal thing. So there's only two seasons in Yemen. So they work seasonal. They clean the coffee. They process it. And then we have a family of four that we buy their uh, whole coffee farm every season. So we build good relationships with them. And you just get to know these people over time. And, and subhanAllah, what they're going through and how they're just, you know, they just have this thing where whatever we get, we get. And however we're making it, we're making it. They don't think too far into the future. But it's a good thing and a bad thing. And then over here, for us over here, is, alhamdulillah, we have, uh, we franchised. We have nine franchisees. All of them are Yemeni. And all of them are family or people we know. So that support from the beginning, and from people that, your neighbors or friends or family that believe in you, that's a big thing for us. And then of course the employees from all over. So, alhamdulillah, you see the, you see it expanding. You see the bigger picture opportunities that you can help people with, and it's it's a good feeling. Can you cultivate all of Yemen or just certain areas? No, there's certain areas. There's certain areas. First of all, coffee doesn't do good with sun. So when they sure grow you. these farms right now, they'll usually plant trees right in the middle. Of of the coffee so it could give us some shade uh definitely elevation plays a big role and then the soil plays a, a bigger role and it drinks a lot of water too so there's certain spots that it needs a certain condition but uh the weather in yemen is, is something that can't be replicated they tried actually a long time ago you know hamza has a lot of knowledge about the history of it and you'll see it in his store so the, some team from Britain came Dutch. and they tried to, yeah, the, really Dutch. the Dutch. They tried to come and, uh, you know, measure this weather and kind of take it and implement it over there. And then it wouldn't happen. SubhanAllah, it just can't happen. So there's so. a coffee belt that, it's like a belt that literally goes like right around, the, right under the equator on the earth. And on that belt, that's where coffee can only grow. And any country that sits in that belt, that's where coffee grows. And oh, like Brazil and Colombia? And <clears throat> yep. Wow. Yeah, man, Brazil, all those, you know, Kenya. Also all around the same right? belt? Yep. All, they all sit on that belt. So if you take it and you try to plant it just on, in Saudi, it won't work. SubhanAllah. The Dutch, actually, there was a saying that the coffee never leaves Yemen. There's an interesting story to coffee. I don't know if I could talk or we got some. Yeah, we got time, bro. Talk. So, <laughs> so We're here. So coffee is older than any religion that exists today. So when Islam came, it was banned coffee, you know, it literally, you know, religions got into the little fight, so about the coffee. So, you know, they banned coffee, so people were going to drink it secretly, you know. Yeah, I mean, whoever want to drink coffee, hey, let's go hang out, we're going to drink coffee at night, you know. That was the, that was the thing that time, yeah. <laughs> so, then the governor of Yemen, who was a Ottoman Turk, he took, you know, he started, he, you know, he tried it, he's like, you know, I don't see what's wrong with this. I don't see anything wrong with this, you know, drink. I don't think, it, you know, it should be haram. So, I'll t you know, I'll, I'll try to take it and convince the Sultan. Sultan Suleiman the Magnificent that time. He was the Sultan of the Muslims. So he took some coffee to uh, back to Turkey and he gave it to the Sultan, you know. He's like, you know, Sultan, I don't think this is, you know, this should be banned. You know, the, the Ottoman Turks, they like, the Sultans, they like to carve wood at night, you know. They're carpenters and all that. So, you know, the, the Sultan stayed up at night, so they made him, you know, a cup of coffee. He drank it, and, you know, this guy was working all the way until the morning. He's like, you know, this is good. This should not be, you know, this should not be banned. We, 
Matter of fact, we want a coffee shop right here in Istanbul. So the first coffee shop to ever open in history was called Kivahan in Istanbul. And the it was two, you know, two men from the Sham. They could be Lebanese, bro. They could be one of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, they opened the coffee shop and from it being haram, you know, banned in Islam, it went to... Now, this is only a sacred drink for Muslims. We don't want to, we don't want anybody to have it. It literally went like that. So, um, it, there was a saying, the bean never leaves Yemen. So, you, it was, if it left Yemen, it either had to be roasted or, or you know, cracked. So, you can't, you know, plant it anywhere. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they protected it for a long time. And when, you know, in the West, when they wanted you know, some, you know, coffee beans when, you know, they weren't allowed to get in, in Mocha, the Dutch and, you know, all these, uh, What's Mocha? that's the port of, uh, Yemen. Don't they call, like Mocha coffee is from Mocha Yai? Yep. Yep. Oh, really? It's, it's, yeah. it's a Macha. It's, it's called Mocha. So it's referred oh. to chocolate. The reason they refer uh, to it as chocolate today is because Yemen, the Yemeni bean has this natural flavor of chocolate in it, you know? So, um, anyway, you know, you know they protected this. You know they protected the bean and said, you know, when when the West couldn't get their hands on it, they said, you know what, it's the devil's drink. Literally, the Pope <laughs> said that at that time in the 1600s. He's like, that's the devil's drink. You know, we're, we we you know we can't have it. It's the devil's drink. So today, there's actually a coffee shop called the Devil's Drink. You know, he named it after that specific you know story. You know why? So you know, just from there, it just traveled. You know, today the Arabica anywhere you go buy a coffee. It says 100% Arabica. It's because it, the bean originated all the way back from the Arabian Peninsula of Yemen. So, yeah. and so okay, if they say Ethiopia, we're not taking that. You know, <laughs> I've heard people say that. By the way, I mean they they do they do a lot. Some do say that, but you know, <clears throat> Ethiopia. If if if, this, if it took this man who smuggled coffee out of Yemen and got it to other countries, you know, and planted it, it took him 25 years to plot that because if you were caught taking beans out of Yemen, you're there cutting your hand. So nobody dared, you know. If this guy took 25 years to plot how he can smuggle those beans inside his belt, you know, why didn't he just go across the street to Ethiopia and grab some and, you know, save him it's 25 a, years of... It's definitely a debate. Right? Yeah. yeah. So the, the thing with Ethiopia is it has great coffee too. Yeah. Actually, every country has some great coffee. Yemen just is the only country that has it on a large scale. Yeah. It's like... It's almost impossible to have bad coffee from Yemen, mm -hmm. unless it's not from Yemen. Yeah. You know, um, so it's just quality-wise, any tree that so far that's planted in Yemen is amazing coffee. You know, even if the grade is a little off, it's still way above any average or any other country. So it's a big difference. Do you guys? So right now in Yemen, if you were to say, well, it's like the number one economic. You know the thing that brings the most money to the country of Yemen. Uh, I mean, you guys think like what, what? What would be number one right now? Would it be fish? Would it be? Honestly, Yemen yeah. is so rich. Is it flat right now? Like, yeah. is it, We're talking about legally. As of legally, right now, yeah. yeah as of right now, you know, oh, that's legal. that is legal there. Yeah, <laughs> probably legal there. But yeah, Yemen is Yemen is very rich. Anything, anything yeah. from oil, fish, or coffee can make it rich. But yeah. it's the instability that we have. And the dishonest government officials that we have, you know that corruption, a lot of yeah, and that keeps that, that want to keep this corruption going and going, and you know these guys they don't serve Yemen, you know yeah. that's the so now I'll, I'll tell you when I was there, uh, I went to Beni Matar, so I went to a couple cities, 
and I had the funny story. It was one dad, he had coffee beans, and the son had his coffee beans. He took them out and put gas. And he said, yo, it just makes more money for me. It flips it faster. Yeah. So I could sell with every two months. I can have some money in my pocket. You're waiting six, seven months. And you probably don't even get paid on time just because of what's going on. So uh, is GATT uh, something we could remove? Absolutely. It just has yes. to make sense for them economically. It has to make sense for them. They know what it is. They have, they have the history. They know ten times more than we know. They just, the government has to be in place to yeah. control it. And Honestly, I have a plan coming up for that. You know, I really do it, and I want to get everybody involved in it. Yeah. All the coffee guys here in America, from yeah. Mukhtar in California, you know, to all of us here in Dearborn. You know, all it takes is you know, start a nice nonprofit organization that you know that we can get grants for this stuff, and we can go to Yemen and go to farmers directly. Which I honestly started that by talking to family members. Like, listen, we could. Take your farm. How much are you going to make in the next five years from your farm? Literally, you know, they they'll they'll make like ten thousand dollars for five years from a farm that sells cat. They literally some of them. Is that it? It's, yeah, and drinks but a lot it's of a lot of money there. You know what I mean? So what are you saying? You want to pay them up front? If I can give this guy ten thousand dollars to hand me his farm, yeah, I'll do that. You know, of course, and I'll turn it back into coffee. And after that. You know he, you know it'll be. It'll, so you want to generate money? Yeah. You want to lease it from them for less? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, you one grand. thing. Like as far as coffee tree needs growing about coffee, growing coffee now with the technology because the biggest obstacle was diesel. So you have these machines that pump water, even mm -hmm. though the water is close over there in these regions, about 150 meters. But now with the technology of solar panels, the last time I went, they had solar panels instead of diesel because just the black market was yep. crazy with the water. Yep. So now it's more feasible. It's more easy. To grow, like if somebody were really to to go into not even market. just that, like every government that it's in Yemen, like right now, honestly, somebody, you know, one of my cousins is like, hey, you know, the government that's in Sanaa right now, they're, they're saying free coffee trees, yeah, yeah the they're saying we'll give you, you know, and it's uh, it's the Houthis right now in charge in Sanaa, and they're like, hey, we'll give you, we'll give you coffee trees, and we'll give you, we'll dig a well for you, and give you a motor. That's honestly, that's unheard of. To start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, There's a couple conditions with that, but. You know, uh, it's the I, I, what last time they told me when I was in the Ministry of Agriculture, they grew about eight hundred thousand trees, and they're mainly in Ibn Tez. Yep. So that's a good start. Yeah, it is growing in that area. Yeah, and I know when I when we go there, they see it. Yeah, you know, many people see all the stuff we're doing here. They see all the coffee shops open in America because they've been selling it to Europe for about two hundred fifty years. You know, they've been yeah. selling it for a long time. Europe is just the number one customer for you. Yeah. But now when America's taking it on board, it's a whole new door. Yeah. And they're excited about it and they, they know what it is. They know it's a lot, lot of potential. potential. Yeah. 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 A lot of potential. potential. And that was what I was gonna say, like can you guys see coffee being the number one supplier oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. it was know. Yemen was the coffee empire. The can you see it coming back? Yeah. We wanna be the ones to bring it back, yeah. Inshallah. We see Inshallah. that's the dream. And honestly I take it very it became a personal, you know, thing for me that you know, we could we could bring the economy back. Just buy coffee. There you guys go. And we're going to quickly just read over some comments. We've got people giving shout-outs to all the coffee places. Uh, Hamza is doing a lot better than he did in Channel 4, by the way. Somebody said that. I know. Hey, I had the biggest fail. I had the biggest fail. Yes, the boiled. They're like, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm going to prep this adani. So by the time we go live, it's boiling and I pour in front of the guy. Is like, that what hey, you bring here? Right? He brought yeah, yeah. that from Channel so, 4. See, yeah, this would have never boiled over, you know. Oh, yeah, real cool. So they're like, we have 
how does live? And concept. the thing is boiling. I'm wiping, and she's like, so she, they're talking to me, and all I could say is boiling this, boiling that. I don't know what I was saying for the first. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. In your in your defense, I mean, it wasn't Ramadan. It was like four a.m. or something. You had to get up, and you were working all night, and you were tired. Wallahi and uh, you wouldn't blame it. Alhamdulillah. It happens, it happens. It's good that you showcase it, man. That's uh, to give a shout out to another coffee shop opening in Canton, Matari Coffee. That's uh, a minute Saturday away from my house. I saw yeah, it. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful shopping. Shout out to Matari. Don't forget this face, inshallah, when I go in there. Inshallah. <laughs> and then someone asked, uh, why is Billy Farhaz there? Okay, and they were well, here in the beginning. We told them. Uh, Taleb G. I don't know if. That's somebody you know, you know, YouTube names can be different people. Are we, uh, are we on um, YouTube? Yeah, we're on YouTube. So I just want to let them know. Why is Billy there? Billy Why are you asking that question? Billy is an ambassador. <laughs> I just want to make Why it Why are you asking that question, Talib? Yeah, you probably blocked him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then someone replied back saying Billy's the goat. Just want to let you know. Who said right? that? Uh, you got Hussein AD31. You know, like I said, YouTube names can He's be anybody. Not gonna know you're, gonna uh, you're not gonna crazy. know these usernames. And then, and then a smile guy say Billy. Don't forget my latte. So I just want to let you know that. That's my wife. I love you, wife. No, no, just to answer that question, why is Billy right here? here? I already drinking. You know, Bilal is a great friend of ours. We grew up all of us together, and I don't think anybody, anybody from the Lebanese community has been more supportive. Of anything we do as Yemenis than Billy. And then just, you know, the relationship we have with each other, growing up with each other. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Honestly, never changed. Same Billy we knew for forever. Listen, I'm just getting to know Billy. Uh, just want to let him know that I'm learning that he is that guy. Yeah, he yeah. is that guy. Out, you know, he told me, he's like, hey, I'm that guy. I just want to let you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it like that, man. I didn't say it like that. I'm like, hey, I was with you. Listen, you what, I didn't say that. What I said was, I'm that guy that you need to know. That's what I said. Yes. <laughs> so I'm gonna be honest with you. He is that guy. I'm learning. He's that. that guy. Right, he is that yeah, guy. No serious. Got, got everybody here. Got the right people here. Cause look, they brought everything here uh, yeah. with them. Mashallah, yeah. man. So as well, you know, we gotta laugh a little bit, have a good time. But shout out to Billy. Shout out to everybody that is over here. Again, we got Qamriya Coffee, Hatsum. We got Hadas Coffee, Hamza, and we got Faris and Finjan Coffee as well. So we are here to uh, keep the show rolling. I guess y'all talk about how Yemen and all that other stuff and want to make sure that you oh, have wow. a cup. Oh, I, I, I messaged him about some cups. We forgot cups. We got oh, cups. You forgot yeah, probably cups. Oh, we do? Yeah, inshallah. Hold on, he's giving you a free box. Hey, hey, I can sell this for 20 bucks. That's exclusive, bro. <laughs> Why don't you open it up? Let me see that for a second. Open it, open it. Did you, did you make so these yourself? Put it right here. Yeah, yeah those are two cups. Oh, my And he got you. Look, I even got you a mug, brother. You get the second one. Yeah, one is for Bilal, one is for him. MashaAllah, it's beautiful, nice. man. Very nice. So you were there, man. There you go. Put up some shahi inside of it. Yeah, I've got cups coming, inshallah, right now. Yes, inshallah. But uh, while that is coming, um, so basically, what is the best-selling drink at your shop? Guys, like, start talking about your shop. What do people love? What do people, you know, enjoy the most and stuff like that? We'll start off with you now. Um, so go ahead. Uh, I think we're probably going to be all the same when it comes to popular drinks over there. Uh, definitely forward the coffee with cream. Uh, definitely the lattes, you know, that bring this in. Uh, for me, surprisingly, iced gishit. Iced gishit has been something that, uh, it's a fan favorite. Um, that's probably it, as far as like most popular drinks. And then of course the Adani tea. Can't forget about the Adani For sure. Yeah. I'm gonna let you answer that while I go grab these cups right quick. So, yeah. you know, for, for Haraz, it's, you know, every single drink they have. You got a small guy? You know. <laughs> If they ever had a caramel macchiato somewhere else and they come and they try our caramel macchiato, you know, ours are always more rich in flavor, more creamy, you know, so, you know, that's what separates us from any other 
coffee shops that have always existed in America. You know, our, our drinks are all unique, or they're all traditional. So, um, you know, definitely the Haraz latte. We have a pistachio latte. We have a saffron latte. You know, we have the, um, you know, they have the Adani Shai that we're trying out right now. Go ahead, he's handing it to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And, um, <laughs> and alhamdulillah, you know, we have, you know, a combination of uh, ice and uh, hot drinks. And, uh, Habibi, thank you. <laughs> so, you know, our pastries, you know, we in I introduced uh, a few new pa a few pastry pastries over here that have never been sold. So, Saffron cake. Talk about it. Eh? Yeah, the saffron yeah. cake and the rose milk cake, and uh, so those are those are very very popular. What is a saffron cake? I'm gonna be honest, I've never tried it. Well, did you invent oh, it, or was yeah. it like a homemade thing? So I honestly tried it in uh, Qatar when I was there, and I'm like, man, this cake is so good. And Where'd you go to Sukwaka? Uh, yeah. How do you know, Black? Come on, I told you he's the ambassador of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, you know we have honestly. I'm gonna tell you one thing. Whether it's all Arab, all Arab, Arab have wow. such an amazing culture, and we've always hit it. We we were always we've always been scared to bring it out. You know, we we released it, we released some of it, and everybody's amazed by it, and everybody loves it. And I think if we introduce more, the you know, it'll just keep going. And I'm so happy. I'm so I'm so happy to see the community growing. You know, the Yemeni community is, is growing. You know. Essentially, these days, yeah. you know, you get you see doctors, oh, yeah, lawyers, you know, real estate agents, uh, uh, you know, you name it's it. They, we got it now, you know, yeah. and 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 it's it's not. Yeah, I mean, I'm not just saying like, oh, you know, it just we we've, we've we've become part of this big community now, you know. So Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Yeah, I think I think for the Yemeni community at large, uh, back in the day, it was you come here. And whoever builds the first house in the village is the best. I know. Now I it's know. different. You know, now we have... Whoever builds the first know. coffee shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoever builds the first coffee shop. Well, there are a lot of entrepreneurs. There restaurants. Nurses. Everything, you know. I mean, yeah. Naturally speaking, the Arab have always been borders. You know, they've always been businessmen. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what about Fajjam? What's your what's your best-selling drink on Well, they named it well, but we also have smoothies and uh, frappuccinos. Uh, I kind of mixed the Yemeni coffee beans into the Starbucks kind of lattes and uh, what in the frappuccinos and we also have like uh, uh, like mango smoothies uh, strawberry banana uh, avocado yeah, yeah so. I actually gave Hamza a billion dollar idea but he doesn't probably remember about this Adani Shai Yes, I do remember. I want to see it's on video now. I got you. Yeah. It's on video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that 10 percent. There you go. Yeah, heard it, huh? All right. No, that's all these drinks. I mean, subhanAllah, there's no... Uh, you go to every village in Yemen, they all have a twist. They all have a certain spice they put or a certain way they do it. And there's no standard. Everybody, and that's why we name them after cities. You know, you come and you say, Jubani. Jubani is that's how they drink it like that? Yeah, yeah. Adani's drink is. You go to Adan, that's all they drink. Or so is this? It's crazy. It's crazy. This is all in Yemen. This is yes. all the cities it's in Yemen. Yeah. 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 You go to every village and you taste the way they do a certain drink. They either add a little ginger or a little every bit more cinnamon. Mile, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not every every, village. Yeah, every mile. Every mile you go, you, they add something so that's different. The, that's the beauty of it. So yeah, I think even in Aden, they make the tea differently. Some people make it with uh, cinnamon and some people... Some of them make it with uh, Joseph. They're famous for their shahi in Aden? I thought it was just... Uh, I thought they were made like a fish place. 
Oh, nutmeg. Like Glenfish. Nutmeg, yeah. Glenfish. Over there, Adam. Uh, you know what? First of all, just not a question that I have here. Something I'm very proud of is, you know, hearing that you guys are trying to make this change. And this has only been like a year or two or three in, in the business. And you guys are already making these moves, you know, down the line. What can you guys see, like, down the line? I mean, I know you guys said we want to take over. And somebody cracked a joke. They said... Uh, get rid of glass and replace it with coffee. These guys are trying yeah, to destroy no, Yemen. It's not a joke. It's not trying to destroy Yemen. Tell I mean, them, tell them you're, you're absolutely you right. And that's the mission behind it. So the mission yeah. is to get yeah. Yemen and make coffee the number one It is. Wallahi, Wallahi, honestly, like, you know, it, when you go to Yemen, you know, and this is the sad part. I was in Yemen. And not only people are doing qat now. People do drugs. Now, imagine as a father of, you're a father of four, right? And you're sitting there chewing cat because that's the only thing you can, you you could get, you know, go kill time with. And then you're sitting there thinking about what am I gonna feed my kids tomorrow morning? What are they gonna eat? It's in your mouth already. Yeah, it's, it's the truth. What you're really thinking about? I, you know, I get emotional honestly when I think about stuff. You think, you know, we're here. You know, our kids are thinking about Baba. Where are we gonna go this summer? You know, where are you going to take us? You know, and you got kids, you know, you know, fathers thinking about what am I going to feed my kids in the morning? You know? Yeah. So no, that's, I think that's it's for anybody that thinks it's a, it's a joke. It's and listen, you that. go a couple hundred years back and you tell people of Yemen, coffee is going to be nothing in Yemen and it's going to be taken over by Gad. They'll tell you that's a joke. Yeah. Because yeah. the first port to export coffee, the biggest port was in Yemen. Yeah. You know, and Mukha, it's, it's history. History is behind it. So... If we make it an option for them and we make it sustainable for them and they believe it and they get on board, which they are right now. Just a matter right now, of time. They they started opening coffee shops in Yemen too. Oh nice. They have fancy ones. Fancy ones. Well yeah, they'd be surprised. You walk yeah. in there and it's, uh, it's looks like a million dollars. Yeah. They put a lot of money. So and you see a lot of women so going get, to coffee shops yeah, too now. They got a carriage. Which is you know they saw us opening here and it's working, so they're like where there in Yemen, we have the coffee here, so they started opening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoever is a billionaire out there, uh, get your get your coffee planting going on in Yemen because that's that's where it's at. That's where it's at. That's where it's gonna be. Whoever has that vision, and like Hamza said, Yani, Subhanallah, all of us here, we're here and we work with each other. You know, we're all friends for a long time. We share ideas. We share where we get our cups from. Where we 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 share every information we have with each other because that's the only way to benefit each other. Here. Yeah. That's a be- that's the beauty of, of Islam, right? Yeah. And friendship too. Like we grew up together. He was course, he was our neighbor. Uh, yeah, we for were, sure. We're, we're all neighbors. Right? I'm sure he was the only like, one across the block. Any other place you go outside of Islam, yeah, they don't do. They don't share secrets. They don't. They don't care. Yeah, they don't say Allah. They say, you can't, hey, you can't you can. honestly. You know, another thing about with Muslims, you know, as a Muslim in America, you know, we have to try to do our best to represent. You know, in that in that way. So, and there's not a community that in America that has Muslims and did not grow and become, you know, a thriving community oh, yeah. because of Muslims moving in there. Look at Dearborn. I don't care what they say Henry Ford was. Yeah, Henry Ford, you know, you know, did the assembly line and all that cars. But Dearborn changed because of all the Muslims that moved into it, you know. They started from hard labor and, you know, Ford Motor Company and they, you know, they went, they paved the road for themselves and, their, and the children, all of us here today, you know. So Henry Ford started the business. Uh, the Muslims they started the community. Alhamdulillah, it's yep. a big difference. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest difference. No, no, it takes a lot. One person starts a business, 
millions of thousands of people uh, you know, start a community. It takes a lot to start a, a business, and it takes a lot of guts, and it takes a lot of risk. So, you know, whoever was the first person to open a shawarma place here took the risk, and everybody opened the shawarma place. So yeah. it, it takes yeah. those things. And sometimes, you know, it's just... What's the ceiling? That's all. That's all that we think about right now. Is how far we could get this? Because we know, we know, and everybody knows, coffee is a billion-dollar industry, you know. And we know that specialty coffee hasn't really even. St- they just started to flourish in the USA, so it's I mean, coming. If you think about it, who would have thought like you can open up down the street from Starbucks and, and end up doing better than them? Some and take some of their business. You take, know, take a lot of their Bilal, business, not some. I think like, if I told any of my one of my friends, "Hey, I'm opening up a coffee shop in 2018." They'll, they'll literally laugh. Oh, yeah. Bro. And even when I was doing the construction, I, I literally tried my best not to tell anyone. And Hamzal Harrash happened to be passing by. He's like, oh, what are you doing over here? <laughs> I'm doing what I'm on the construction. Like, are you, you know, and, and I had a lot of people doubt. It's like, what are, you, what, are you, what are you doing with coffee, man? You know, and, you know, what do you guys know about? And I've never, I've never worked, well, I've never worked in a Starbucks. I've never worked in a Tim Hortons. I've never worked in... Any 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 coffee establishment, you know, but I turned my kitchen into a coffee, a mini coffee shop, and Hatim has been in my kitchen, Fadis has been in my kitchen, and that's where I started. It's a you know, you, you work on something and you and you you know it becomes a reality. That's the truth. And you're passionate about it. Yeah. This is some great stories right here, and I I, I can't tell you guys like it's proud to hear all of you guys, you know, the way you guys are working together too, by the way, that's great. Great for the community, great Definitely. for the future generations to yeah. understand that, you know, like he said, Allah, like you, you get the risk as long as your intentions are pure. Yep. And it don't matter, you could have, like he said, you could be across the street from a Starbucks, which is probably the chain that's most known, right? And at least I in America. To, you ever been to, when was the last time you went to Yemen? Uh, 2007. You go to you go to Babel Yemen. He went yesterday. He went to Hamtramck. You go to, you go to Babel Yemen. You go to Babel Today. Yemen, or even like Istanbul, the bazaar, the Grand Bazaar in Istanbul. There is gold places. how many how many uh, thirty thousand stores next to each other? Thirty thousand stores. When you walk in, the first hundred stores are spice stores, yeah. and everybody's selling the same exact thing, and everybody's making great money. You know, after I opened, there's been three more coffee shops within one block away from me that opened you know we we met each other we welcomed each other to the community and you know and all it did was attract more people into east dearborn and bring all of us more you know customers. together yeah yeah, yeah. Got some uh, Hussein Badani. You guys know who Hussein Badani is? Oh, Congratulations, Hussein, the pharmacist. The pharmacist. That is the reasoning behind and the jokes. He's the one that's cracking the jokes, by the way. I know uh-huh. somebody has been Hussein Badani, the pharmacist. He said, Fadis, Hatim, and Hamza, you will not destroy Yemen with coffee. Long live the Qaz Valleys. All right, he might show you. Hold on. Is that Hussein Badani, the pharmacist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hussein Badani. Hussein Badani. That's his brother. Oh, that's his brother. Oh, okay. Him sometimes right. on Michigan Avenue riding his bionic fingers. So then you got Fahmi Hussein, Tony. I mean, I know Billy knows Tony. He said the whole gen, uh, the whole panel has earned ambassador status. Mashallah, keep it up. And he said every time you guys gonna say Mashallah. <laughs> every time you guys pour a cup of cup, it sounds amazing. All right, so we were drinking it. Hey, Billy's doing it on purpose too, by the way. Yeah. I know Billy's over here. I'm trying to sell it. Big ups to Tony. And I hear it in my ear. Yeah. Big ups to Tony. Best point guard in the league. Shout out to Fahmi. Uh, we appreciate him. I wish uh, he would have passed me the ball a little bit. 
So we've got a great question here. I'm going to read it. It says, I want to know what these guys have done for Yemen besides the farmers that they're helping, which is also helping them out make their money. I want to ask, what else have they done for Yemen? So I guess this question's for any, for all of you guys. Who's that question? Uh, Hassan Badani as well. So, right. so I, what I did is I've donated, I've dedicated a few days, you know, for donations for different um, organizations to donate to Yemen. I've also... Sent you know uh, a lot of Ramadan baskets you know to help the needy. Uh, I'm not gonna advertise that. Yeah, you don't even my, have to. Yeah, to I won't man. advertise you my food to. baskets yeah. or take pictures of the families receiving those food baskets and all that because, inshallah, the ajr is there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I think go ahead, Faris. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> we any like nonprofit organization yeah. that we always help them, give them 10, 20 percent. Of whatever we make, and that's on a weekly basis, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. On a weekly basis, they come to us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and there is a lot more, but that's uh, yeah, sadaqah. that's good. That's yeah, what yeah, it's all about. I mean, you don't have to answer this question, yeah, obviously, yeah. if you don't want to. I mean, to. for us, it's not a financial thing. You know, yeah. you you could give me ten million bucks, and I'll give it in one day in Yemen, and it still won't be enough. Yeah, yeah. for us, it's creating opportunities there. Yeah, you know, building true. infrastructure. Teaching men how to fish, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to man. We you know giving them giving them the tools they need. So building factories over there to process this coffee and get it to where it's uh, clean and processed mm-hmm. and separated by size and all that stuff that goes into it. So there's opportunities being created the, as far as job-wise and as far as anything that has to do with something growing from the earth, it's going to need water. It's going to need, it touches 100 hands before the bean actually comes out. So that's, that's the vision. So Fahmi Hussein just said, fun fact number one, Hamtramck is Little Yemen, okay? And this is my question to oh, you know, you guys, and I'm sure maybe y'all been plotting, I don't know if y'all have been plotting, uh, what's holding up Hamtramck from having a coffee shop like this? Because I'm going to be honest with you, I think it's missing one. Tell them, I promise they're going to have the best coffee shop, better than Haraz Dearborn, better than Haraz Sterling Heights. And better than any haras that are going to open this year. They're going to have the best one. There you go. I, I just think it's a um, it's an issue of space. They don't have enough square footage. To, <laughs> <laughs> to I'll tell you. Well, there is somebody that's working on opening one right now. Yeah. Inshallah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. But parking uh, is true. a big thing that over there. I know problem. you guys just put the one these meters, meters that be taking pictures. Uh. But definitely Hamtramck is it's always underrated. But when somebody does it over there, they do it big. And inshallah, somebody will see. How about Yemen? Have y'all considered Yemen yet or no? Any one of you guys, like I'm just wondering. Yemen, guys uh, Yemen, it's uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be hard. It's really hard right now in Yemen. But you know, in the future, if you know, you know, I need to open, you know, multiple locations there. It would work. We just need a government to keep it safe. You know, you don't want to go there, you know, and say, okay, I want this place over here. You know, spend a quarter million dollars on it, fixing it up, putting it together. And then a new government comes, uh, you know, or, you know, something happens and it gets taken over and looted and all that. So that's been going on. Yeah. I mean, you've seen the, uh, some, some cities have flipped from one government to another hand, you know. So we want to wait for it to st- be, you know, stable and just continue working with the coffee farmers until things are, you know, stable enough for us to go and invest there more. Oh, great answers, great answers. I got a question for the Shabab Hana. Yep. Who, who here offers franchises and who do you have to contact to give more information about it? Uh, you can uh, contact uh, uh, info at, haraz, at harazcoffeehouse.com and you know, we're, uh, you, know, we're, you know, we're in talks right now with a lot of you know, possible franchisees. MashaAllah. We're just working on our, 
right now we're just working to open our coffee school our coffee roastery our bakery and coffee the supply school. chain center yes what's that have to do what's that yeah. pertain when you so to the coffee school is going to be you know it's going to launch inshallah mid-june maybe early july and it's going to be part of the non-profit organization that's that belongs to haraz haraz non-profit organization um and if you if you're a student with low income and you want to work at a coffee shop you have no experience we'll take you we'll teach you everything you need to know you know and even your the foundation will go there and learn. franchisees will be trained over there and you know we're gonna roast you know we have we i you know i went to turkey earlier no late of 2021 and uh, i got a roaster it just arrived it just arrived this week you know last week thursday from turkey you know it's are like, you sure that's the reason why you went there Yes, oh, okay. yes. Make sure. The hair is the hair is still good, you know. I'm okay. And every, you know what's funny? Hey, hey, you know what's funny? Hey, every time, every every time, you know, you know, somebody goes, uh, you know, you're telling someone, yo, what, yo, you went to you went to Turkey? <laughs> they look at your head like, oh man. But yeah, alhamdulillah, you know that, you know, I got a six thousand square foot facility that we're opening. It's a supply chain facility. It's also going to be like, uh, you know, it's got a lot of things. We're going to introduce it, you know. When we launch it on, you know, social media, so I want to wait. I don't want to spoil all the surprises. If right you now. need any taste testers, I'm pretty sure you and I can go there yes. anytime they want, right? We'll go live. We'll go live from over there and try what everything. Else, for what, us, about, what about what about Yeah. Oh, uh, just contact us finjan@gmail.com or call us to Finjan and we work out. Yeah, we do franchises and we take in applications. Mashallah. Now for us, alhamdulillah, we uh, we were licensed in all 50 states about a year ago. And we have one in Dallas coming, one in Chicago, one in Buffalo. So we have nine franchisees that signed up in fall. They'll all be open, inshallah. But I think the most important thing is, you know, having a passion for business. You know, if you have a passion for business, this is your time to get on board mm -hmm. and then come get some of this money that yep. everybody here is getting because this Don't is, wait, this is the business that you're going to feel good about. You know, it took, it took two years of, you know, honestly, like for me, it took two years of planning before opening you know perfected things before opening a coffee shop and you know we're at that level and then when you open you 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 figure out that oh my god you know there's a lot of things more that you need to work on and then you know you're making yeah you're making money but you're reinvesting every single penny into yeah. it you know yeah so yeah i mean it took a lot of hard work so you know everybody's at that stage right now where they could you know we're everybody's trying to open you know yeah. we're getting calls right now we're getting we're in talks actually not just calls we're in talks with you know people from california texas you know i'm sure we'll probably end up going everywhere we're gonna be able to, <laughs> and also i'd like to mention that you know, if anybody out there wants to do their own, own coffee shop we'll help them yeah. name we'll help them yep we got you don't have to franchise us by. we've been through the the struggle the, the struggle and the risks and yep. the little bumps and the little mistakes we made getting there and honestly, the more coffee you buy from Yemen, the better it is for Yemen. That's yeah. the bigger picture. And there's only so much that you could, you know, spread yourself then, you know. Mm -hmm. And if somebody has that in them where I want to do my own thing, it's best for you to do your own thing and not sign up with none of us because you'll never be happy if you took the easy, you know, yeah. easy way when you're you're passionate about they'll be happy your they'll be happy they'll be because, happy financially because not financially they'll be happy they'll you're make happy good money usually they'll happy make good money off. they'll make a lot a lot of money but you know they have to know that you know our hard work is not going to go you know for free of course for yeah. free. you know it's going to be something oh, no, and, sure. 
And anywhere you, know, you like go, Harajj right now, Harajj is doing five percent royalty, you know, for the franchises, you know, and five percent. When you compare us to any other franchise, they're taking eighteen percent, most of them, eighteen percent. But you're giving them five percent for hundred yeah, percent of your time. Exactly. You know, uh, you know, we're we're gonna be there for you. We're gonna teach you everything. We, you know, you'll never have to, you know, worry about running out of coffee. You know, we're you know, shipping coffee. You know. At, you know, at a big, big, you know, and then, containers. Listen, yeah, at the end of the day, Sarah, that if you charge them five percent, the the business owner, all they gotta do is mark up their drinks three percent, which is nothing, and they'll only be paying two percent. Yeah, that's what you look yeah, at. Yeah, that's part of branding. It's part that's of. That's what branding. I'm saying. Is, I mean, it's, it's not a big deal. Twenty percent is a big increase in price, but five percent is literally nothing. Five percent. Five percent of a dollar is five cents. I think we're, we're all we're at five percent too, but five percent is from gross sales, so it's still a good chunk. But the thing is, but I'm saying if you increase it by five percent, which is nothing. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, let me tell you something. Coffee is the most profitable Mashallah. business I've been in. Mashallah. Because the profit margins are almost three, four hundred percent. So it's about just running your, your shop correctly, having the right people, having the right team. Mm -hmm. But as far as, you know, somebody trying to just invest in open, all of three of us are already established and we've been through it. Yeah, if you're somebody with a lot of money that just wants to come and tell me, Hamza, I'll give you 500,000, I'm not taking it. <laughs> Wallah, I get those every yeah. day. Wallah. Give it to me then. I'll give you like, yeah, $10 million dollars in his bank. Hey, I'll give you $700,000 and you know, just give me whatever you want. Every, you know, every month, you know, don't worry about them. I'm like, no, I don't want your money. You know, alhamdulillah. We're it's good. hard, man. It takes a team to run yeah. these shops. Wallah. It's very hard. We need hard. you to physically be there. You know, go, be there, you know, or open it, be there in the beginning, plug in a manager and move on with your life. Go back doing what you were doing before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Basically, you don't, you don't want any silent partners. No. This is great information, by the way. Billy Loki uh, has a uh, potential journalism career as well with these questions, by the way. I like yeah, the questions, exactly. questions that people need to know yeah. and answer. I'm sure people are wondering this kind of stuff, and I'm happy that you asked this question because they know I'm learning about this stuff too. Uh, quick, best pastry. You guys all do pastries, by the way? Everybody over here does pastries yeah. or sell yeah. pastries? <clears throat> number one selling pastry. We can start off with you, Finjan. What's number one selling pastry? Uh, we have the Turkish milk cake. Uh, cheesecakes and the croissants. Mashallah. Yeah. We got the saffron cake or the rosemary cake and our espresso cheesecake. Now this espresso cheesecake, why I mention it, we we each each. You have it here with you, or slice, you're saying that's your seller. You guys gotta come. You guys oh. gotta come pay for that one. <laughs> you like that one? So each slice has a shot of espresso. Oh know, wow! Flavor, yes, uh, from our coffee. So it is. Yani, what about Camarilla? I think for us is Khaliyat uh, al-Nahl definitely. And then uh, a homemade favorite that I grew up eating, which is the mahalabiya, custard, some pistachio and coconut. I, I, when we put that in the store, in my mind, I was like, yeah, this is not going to sell. You guys, are, you guys are messing up. You guys are, you guys are, you guys are messing up. You guys are totally messing up. Nobody mentioned Sabaya? Yeah, I'll tell you why I don't sell Sabaya. Yeah, go ahead. Sabaya is That's my favorite. Here's, 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 if it's not 100% quality, I'm not... I think you, know, you got to order a day before, right? For me, yeah. If you want a full sabaya, yeah. you have to give us a... Advice. Oh, so you, you guys order, yeah. I mean, order if sabaya. If you're going to order, yep. If you're going to order, order sabaya a day before, day it's worth the wait. Alhamdulillah, like, you know, our... Right now, we're selling, like, you know, they're buying our saffron cakes and rosemary cakes and birthday cakes and the bakery, you know, 
that's gonna that's we're gonna get into the you know supplying you know get parties caring catering for parties weddings all of that so you know. can i ask you guys a quick question do you mm -hmm. guys incorporate i think the second biggest thing next to coffee is uh honey do you guys incorporate yemeni honey which is probably the best you've ever had into your coffees or anything specialties or anything like that so people can know yemeni honey is good no. but no, honestly you incorporated your coffee no 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 but uh, like you know uh it'd be expensive coffee though no no no, no, just no, no. hold on shout out to no. slb SLB. Yeah. SLB. That's, 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 that's one in Dearborn. SLB is amazing. That's what I'm saying. I mean, because yeah. yeah. sometimes we order drinks for you guys and we see the honey inside. Do you guys incorporate no, that? No, if we did that, yeah, we would charge you guys $100 for a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> the honey that is, is going to be like, you know, it's, it's very expensive. We sell it. Honey. If you want to buy a yeah. bottle of honey and put in your latte, we can do that. Yeah, bring the honey with you. <laughs> no, no, we sell it. You know what? I brought some honey with me from Dubai. I got you, Bilal. I'm not, not for me. I'm just saying for the people. Like if they know, like there's certain drinks. Say for example, you sell an espresso for like fifteen dollars, right? Yes. And they have if they the want, if they want, yeah, many we got you covered. That's yes. what I'm saying. Like if they want to know the price, well, why is it so much? Because you have that special asal in there. Twenty. So bucks. if you guys have any, if you guys are sick or you guys have any symptoms, asal is amazing. So you know what? Here, here's another thing with our uh, like you know everything Yemen. You know they're almost like all their coffee. Everything's a remedy to them. You know? Yes. If you know, if you got a, you know, the asal is a remedy, you know, medicine, and you know, the we coffee. We were just talking about that earlier. That's that's that's, that's how I think that's how they came. That's how they literally made the first coffee drink. No, I'll you tell know. you, gishir, the coffee husks, which is the skins of the coffee, they are a remedy. They mm -hmm. cleanse your body. It's a, it's a, it's an amazing thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, because usually, like in Ethiopia and other countries. What they'll do is they'll take the coffee beans because they produce so much. They throw it away. They bury it in this hot swimming pool, and they'll just peel off the skin and they throw the skin, or they use it for fertilizer. Mm -hmm. Get the coffee beans. But in Yemen, they take this coffee, and then they take them to the farmers' houses and around the houses, and they put them on top of the roofs for 45 days to naturally sun dry. So that brings all the flavor from the coffee to the skin, and it's a, it's an amazing product. And that's one of those products too that. Once it booms in America and it launches, it's, it's almost like a tea. You know, in Yemen, they drink it at 11, right before they sleep. So that's another product, too, that, you know, somebody is a good entrepreneur and is listening. They're going to go buy some gishet and make it into a tea. So, how do you guys give out a lot of secrets? Yeah, they are giving out a lot of secrets. Out, a lot of secrets. Hey, listen, yeah, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just sitting here looking at hot. I'm like, man. <coughs> no, just I'm like just thinking myself, I should go and put it in a bottle and sell it as some medicine or something. No. Just like how he said, if anybody's going to come and want to open, not, no haraz, no finjad, no qamariya, we're willing to help. We're not here just to take the whole. Like, we the whole. We yeah. can't. At this time, we, listen. If we're not, there to help, too. If you're. If you're True to your deen, and you're not taking riba. Ain't no way you're opening, you know, all these shops. You either gotta expand with people, or you gotta have the right team with you, or you gotta have a lot of investors with you, or you gotta let people grow, you know. But if you're gonna go take a haram loan, and you're gonna pay interest and all that, you you probably get there. But you know, we're living for the akhirah, not for the dunya. So most people have a lot of opportunities, you know, when it comes to this thing. Information is there; it's abundant. Uh, just ask. And take a risk. There you go. McDonald's. Before before we continue on, I want to give a shout out to the second sponsor. This is like my first time I'm actually mentioning them, and it actually can connect to also what you guys do. So the second sponsor is BC Adhesives. 
Um, they are a uh, BC Adhesives company located in Franklin, Wisconsin. You can go to BC Adhesives for all your industrial adhesives needs. They do food packaging, book binding, product assembly, and many other industrial services. So if you are in need of adhesives for your business or having trouble with your current adhesives applications, you can contact them by phone 1-888-679-9825 or by website www.bcadhesives.com. Shout out to Matt, Terry, Ed, and Jake, everybody over there um, at BC Adhesives. Great guys, great people over there. Um, you know, they do food packaging. Just want to let you know. Call, I'll definitely call them. Hey, I could be the middleman. I could be the middleman, and honestly, uh, that would be great. Yes. You know, they, they, I'm, I'm sure they will definitely try to look out for your best interests as well. You know what yep. I'm saying? So, I'll be back. Everything. They do all that. They do all that stuff. So, just want to let you all know that is the second sponsor today. And believe it or not, we're down. I mean, of course, we, Billy's over here in the building, so he could ask anything he would like. Uh, but we are down to our last couple questions, which is my first one is what advice? You know, would you give someone, I know y'all kind of already been talking about it, but what advice would you give someone who's afraid to take that next step to pursue their dreams and open up their business? Because I'm sure you guys were maybe all at some point at that point in your lives where you're like, man, should I do this? Uh, I don't know. So you're kind of hesitant. So I guess what advice would you give somebody to open up their business? Um, I'm going to start, start off with you. So go ahead. And what, what advice would you give somebody? Uh, as long as you know all your investment is halal, just keep going. Rizqaq is coming from Allah and nobody can take it. No matter who, if everybody just gather, take your rizq that Allah gave you already written down for you, it's not possible for anybody to take it away from you. So just keep on going and push on forward. One of the examples, when he was opening, how many times you were trying to back up? Hamza, but he kept pushing forward. It was because of the permits at one point. Yeah, it's all. I mean, uh, I hope Abdullah Hamad fixes that. <laughs> you know, which, I did, which he did. You know, honestly, he's a man of his word. I gotta say that. Shout out to Abdullah Hamad. Shout out to, to the mayor of Dearborn. Lost us the game. You are a man of <laughs> no, your don't word. Don't say that. Bro. Oh, no. We want him to come on the show next month. Great guy. Great guy. I plugged him literally. Hold on, let me finish. So, a lot of people have been afraid to come and open a business in Dearborn. Whether you're opening a restaurant, an office, whatever, because of the permitting situation. And, you know, I literally filled an inspection when I was ready to open because the inspector decided to come and say, wait, your bathroom sign doesn't have braille. You know, those little dots for the blinds. You know, I'm failing you. When he could have just said, hey, just get another bathroom sign, send a picture of it, and you're all set to go. No, but let me delay this guy another month. Let him pay rent, let him suffer, let him... You know, kind of weak. I, you know, it makes you feel like that. So at the, at one point, you know, because of so many other things that I can go on with the list, I was ready to just say, "Man, I don't want to do this. I'll just walk away." You know, but you know, you got to be passionate. You know, you got to be passionate about what you want to do. And you know, if you are, you know, don't be afraid to do it. You know, and work hard. Take it serious. Don't just say, "I'm gonna try." If it doesn't work, oh well. No, take it serious. You know, and you'll get you'll get you'll get to where you want to be. So, alhamdulillah, you know. So, not saying that goes. He who has begun is half done. So, why are you waiting? Alhamdulillah. Uh, how about you? Me, you know, just from my experience, you know, um, taking a risk, you got to do all your homework first of all, as much homework as you could do. But even that is not enough. It's taking that leap. 
يعني في تيكن هاد الكونفرنس ان يو سيلف توكلنا الله وين كومز تو ذا ريسك اسبكت اوف هافين ا بي يو نو جيم بلان ا بي بلان ذات اف ات فيلز يو نو يو دونت يو نو فيل اند يو يو كانت ستاند باك اب بات اي ثينك فور مي وين ذات هابند واز وين اي واز جوين تو جيت ذا كوفي اند اي اوبن ذا روستري هير اند اي واز لايك هاو ام اي جوين تو سيل اول ذس كوفي They sell two dollars over here. These Ethiopian, Colombian coffees. I'm trying to sell it for nine, ten dollars a pound. The gap is so big. But what I realized is, if you have the product here, you'll sell it. If you don't have the product and you get orders, you're never gonna sell it. it Take six months to get here. So take that. Yeah, and leap of faith. Get your whatever you have in your mind and whatever you're thinking about, have it in reality. And that's the only way you'll be able to test if you're gonna grow this or if it's cut it short and. Find something else, but if you just keep daydreaming about it, people are gonna, you know, be be in front of you, and then it's gonna be too late for you to catch up. Well, these guys, first of all, all definitely deserve a round of applause. All right, uh, great job so far. I mean, today, I just want to say if there's any final statements that you guys want to make, any closing remarks, because we have reached that point of the time where this is your time to say anything. Also, plug in how do people can follow you. You know, want to say your locations again, and maybe inshallah future locations. We can start off with you again. So we want to go ahead and, you know, any final statements? Like I said, locations. Uh, how can people follow Hadass Coffee and stuff? We're like located that? in Dearborn, Michigan. We're located in uh, Warren and Sterling Heights area. We have two coming in Detroit. Uh, we have, you know, more locations and plans right now. I don't like to discuss until we're, you yeah. know, until we're we sign the contracts. But yeah. You know, we have a lot of locations coming. Um, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Here's some of our products. We do have um, the mugs. You know, if you're somebody who likes to have their cup of coffee stay hot for a few hours, you know, get you the mug from Hadas and, you know, come fill, come, it up. come fill it up every day. Order some of our products. We do have uh, medium roast, dark roast, coffee, light roast, uh, different blends. This is the Adani blend over here. It's this bag right here is twenty five bucks. It's good for fifty cups of Adani. Wow, so, wow. you know, how much, is the, how much is the average? We cup sell of these thermos for thirty bucks, and you and you get it filled up with Adani or whatever drink you want, and you can come back with refills for you know twelve bucks, I believe. Um, you know, how many cups? A lot that, of this is the best right here so far. You know, a lot of our you know a lot of truck drivers, believe it or not, yeah. these guys go get on the road. They got you know a ten hour trip. They come and get a whole. Refill and we get a lot of families that go, um, you know, on picnics and all that. You know, how much is it? Twelve bucks to refill. That's it, and it's good for six people. What about so, the one they refill the thermal? This one right here. Yeah, they pay the full price. <laughs> it's okay. But you know what? <clears throat> it's these days. You know, this is the best right now to get. I mean, it keeps your coffee hot and all. You know, for a few hours and, um, and you know, these days it's so hard to get. Paper cups with our logo on it. It's a struggle. Hatim knows, I think. Uh-huh. And it's. Uh, have you run out yet, Fadis? No. Oh my God! You know, it's it's difficult. I mean, there's a paper shortage. I went to Turkey. I'm like, I'm gonna find me a supplier here. I get there, the guy's like, listen, buddy, all the paper is in America. No paper here. I'm like, oh my God. They're busy printing the money with Bro, the paper. My God, man, they are. I mean, that's probably where the shortage came from. That's what it is. Six, uh, six trillion dollars, you know. So, you know, yeah, there's a paper shortage. I, I advise all the customers, please be, you know. Understanding. Understanding if yeah. you come and ask my worker for an extra cup and they say we can't give you an extra cup, we literally can't. These cups were 
seven cents to buy today they're 30 cents 35 cents oh, yeah. to, to get you know for us and that's without four our logo on it and we're we've been waiting for nine months yeah. we've been waiting for nine months for our logo cups you know we after we ran out nine mm -hmm. months ago and you know we still have not got them and it's it's you know business these days with all the supply supply chain it's <coughs> take time to fix yeah so because of covid so alhamdulillah even the cars there's a shortage on cars you know yeah. for sure yeah. go ahead uh, Finjai Cafe is located in uh, Garden City. It's right off uh, uh, Derwin Heights. It's like a block away. And you guys can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Finjai Cafe? Finjai Cafe. Alright, Same thing. Website, <coughs> Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Alhamdulillah, today actually we passed our inspection for Allen Park location. So, and the will be open. Ford Road will be opening in the end of July. So, just just keep yeah, and with, this, with the social media, and you'll know where everybody yep. here is opening for sure. Yep. Yep. The ambassador. What's going on, brother? Final word, final statement, man. First of all, Bilal, thank Bilal. you. Who's your favorite coffee shop? My favorite coffee shop <laughs> is the one that gives me free samples. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> so right now it's Finjai. Wait, 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 how about all this? So now it's Haraz. Come here, you're tripping, bro. Oh, you're slipping. No <laughs> yeah. But shout out to Billy, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, man. Alhamdulillah for all you guys and your success. Inshallah, Allah rizikna gami'an, inshallah. Oh, I'm very proud of you guys and what you guys, the trajectory, right? You guys being the coffee kings of laying the foundation being the first people to do it and set the stones and being great examples for the community, alhamdulillah. That's the most important thing for me, right? And uh, and shout out to Haraz, Finjan, and Kamaria for doing amazing amazing work in the community. Whether or not you guys see it, it's being done, believe me. I can vouch for them, alhamdulillah. So my final words, uh, yani drink more coffee, straight up. You know, Anytime you guys support these guys, you support people back home and you're helping them grow. And uh, if we grow, we can get this thing to uh, you know a national level. It can be international too. About that, and you know what? You're you got employees from our community. You know, Haraz right now employs over 20 people. Yeah, yeah. I so see that's it. 20 families right there. You know, and you know more families back home. So it's all it's, it's a big chain effect. Yeah. I'm telling you guys, it's a yeah. huge chain effect. I mean, every single one of these guys, they they keep everything in house. You know. Danny, they eat their own food, Danny, basically what I'm trying to tell you. They, 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 they hire from the community, they support the community, they support back home. And it's all a big snowball effect that's, alhamdulillah, it's working out great right now. And they're growing every single, every single day, right? Alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. And that is... Uh, Who's your favorite cup of coffee, Omar T? Oh, oh everybody. I enjoy everybody's coffee. I appreciate why, everybody. Why are you sweating? What's going on? You know, hey. Twice everybody. Yeah, I got to make sure, you know, appreciate everybody. I think they're all That's doing true. an amazing job. I think they're all doing great. Like we said, this is from Allah. Everybody is, everybody got their own positive stuff going on right now. And it's great to hear it, man. I really do love to hear this. And I think there is hope for Yemen. Uh, there's hope for Let us. Let everybody yeah. know, we're not competition. Yeah. Everybody who comes to our establishments, we're not competition. You heard that? Okay. We're not. We're all his favorite. Yeah. So that's it. That's what you got. That's a political answer. No, no, we're, we're not. We're in, correct answer. We're in positive competition, honestly. No, like, It's a fun competition for us. We love, we love yani, calling each other and saying, I'm about to open here, I'm about to open here. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? Should I go here? Uh, a heads it's up. A healthy, it's a healthy here. competition, man. Yeah, yeah it's fun. It's it's, fun it's, again, it goes back to risk for Allah, man. That's what you guys got to understand. Oh, yeah, of course, definitely. Whether you have a thousand shots or 30 shots, yeah, you're going to yeah. get the same risk no matter what. Maktub is maktub, alhamdulillah. We're definitely enjoying seeing 
all of us growing up together and everybody like you know having shops and growing and have, building something for their family and generally what is it generational wealth and yeah. opportunities for your kids to not work like how we worked no my son is gonna work you should, huh? we, we gotta make these kids work. No, no, I'm saying no, that's what he's uh, saying. Instead of working, oh, okay. instead of working, instead of working in at Quiznos in the mall, <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought he was serious. Quick, I thought he said he's gonna work. Oh, my son, no, 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 I thought he said face turned red. I let our kids work. I'm like, hell no. No, I just, I'm saying not working for people, working for their own thing and building those. That's really, that's really the next generation, and they were hoping to bring up. You know, I think the Lebanese community's been doing it. So now we just started, and inshallah, we keep it up. Inshallah, man. Uh, I know you said boxing gloves. I got the gloves right here. Oh, right? You, <laughs> you know what's funny? I just signed up for a class. I went to the Indian restaurant, Maharaja, Maharaja Grill. I love Indian food, by the way. And I, I went to pick up, I'm going to pick up my food, and this boxing thing is right next door. I'm like, uh, oh man, I like this. You know, these got three guys punching. You know, bags inside. I'm like, what do you guys do? He's like, oh, you want to train? And it's like 150 bucks a month. I signed up. Yeah. Bro, I got to lose some weight. And I, let me tell I you mean, I lost weight in Ramadan, alhamdulillah, but I need to. I signed up for LA Fitness. I went for one day. It's been eight months, bro. They and you're paying? You're paying, right? You can tell. Because I'm telling myself I'm going to go back. Listen, jo join this class. You got to join this class with me. I'll tell you. Hey, quick question. You guys know how you said, like, the coffee stuff has remedies and it helps people yeah. out? What, what drink specifically would help out Tony's jump shot? That's what we want to know. Yes, <laughs> definitely. A, a double shot of espresso. Yeah. <laughs> we got push, what, what you got for Comedia? What you got for, for, for recommendation? Nothing. You should mix a push with double shot of espresso. <laughs> we'll just make a crazy mix round. Yeah, there you guys go. Well, listen, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. We had an all-star panel here today. Uh, we seriously appreciate it. We had Haraz, we had Tamaria, we had Finjan, we got the ambassador over here in the building as well, Billy. Um, this is episode 35 of the Table Talk Podcast, where we focus mostly on the Arabic coffee industry. Uh, enjoyed this conversation. I'm sure you guys learned something. Eventually, we'll learn something if you watch it on later. Uh, it's available on Oz Media's YouTube page, and then you can listen to it also on Apple and Spotify Podcasts under Oz Media. Again, all you guys. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out to you for what you're doing. Yeah. First of its Honestly. kind, yeah, and for the immunity community with the podcast and bringing people to share ideas and stuff, man. Great, great job. Thank you, man. I appreciate Big it. Man. Shout out to OT. I'm going to it, mashallah. Thank you, man. Good guy, good guy. Thank you, guys. Again, thank you all for that watch. Thank you guys for being here today with all the amazing drinks as well. And again, we can tune in next week. We'll be back at it again next week, Monday at 6 o'clock uh, for the Table Talk Show. Thank you for those that tuned in. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll see you all next week. Have a good one. Inshallah. Yeah. Assalamu alaikum.